Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Delivered Social Podcast. As ever, I'm Rob Lean, who will be editing out all our ums and ahs and whacking of the table afterwards. Um, and with me this week is my workplace BFF. I'm not afraid to say it, it's Hannah Chapman. <laughs> Hi Rob. <laughs> How are you? Oh, that was nice, BFF. <laughs> I didn't want to call you an overlord again. Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> so I went you to the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. So this week we're talking about blogging and basically we're going to touch upon why is blogging important for your business, what types of things should you write blogs about and we'll kind of wrap it up at the end with kind of our tips for writing blogs because we know it's not always easy, it's not everyone's first port of call for something they want to do on the day. Indeed, it's not, um, it's not everyone's favourite thing to do, some people love it, some people really really enjoy it and others find it a real chore, they find it really hard, writing's not necessarily something that comes easily to everyone and a lot of um, certainly a lot of our clients sort of will say to us oh do I really have to do it you know why should I do it so hopefully we're just going to cover why it um, is something you really should be doing for your business and give you some tips and tricks to make you or hopefully help you see it as not so much of a chore but as something that is really fun and engaging and yeah it's a good thing it's a good thing to be doing. Um, so yeah let's let's jump straight in. Um... We've, kind of, we've got some bullet points in front of us. We're not afraid to show that we've planned, we've planned <laughs> we this We've planned out. this. Um, well, first of all, I think we should talk about why you should be blogging. So Indeed. this is kind of a topic that I feel, as a journalist, Rob, you You'd, should be singing from the rooftops about. You'd think I'd So know. tell me why. If I'm a, a business owner um, and I'm trying to grow, um, why should I consider blogging as part of my strategy? Well, I think the core thing is that when you're looking at a business website, unless you're some super creative crazy company that has you know exciting things to sell if you're you know like 99 percent of companies a normal company your business website is probably a bit businessy probably a bit boring if you sat down and read the whole thing um and a blog is just a super simple way and it's easy to do to kind of fill your website with some other stuff that gives it a bit more personality a bit more pizzazz a bit more of kind of an engaging presence something you know, you're talking about stuff, you're not just trying to sell me something, you kind of can push your business from being just a corporate thing to corporate, but also a bit friendly and a bit interesting. Yeah, it's a way of kind of showing who we are, what we've been up to, um, our tips for whatever industry you're in, that kind of thing. It's a way of being a little bit more informative without pushing a sales message down people's throats 24-7, yeah. isn't it? I mean, and also, like, the flip side of that is... If you've written a good blog and people are going to it, there's nothing to stop you at the end putting a, if you'd like to, you know, sign up for our services or book a meeting or, you know, give us a call if, you're, if you want to know more about what we our do. business. Um, and it can act as, I don't know if funnel is the right word, but kind of, you know, it is, it's a way of having a personality, but also it is on your website. It does relate to your brand. You can then link back at the end to your sales message. You don't have to completely go off message and, you know, go ranting and raving about something irrelevant. Yeah, um, and it stimulates discussion as well, doesn't it? I know we've looked at some controversial blogs in the past and, you know, if it's something really outrageous or really hilarious, um, you know, it very quickly becomes a, oh, Rob, have you seen this, you know, yeah, around yeah. our office? Um, and I think the idea is, you know, if you can come up with a topic that is um, really unusual or a little bit different, you know, the chances are that if someone reads it, they might share that with who, whoever they're with at the time or mm. tell someone about it later. 
um, and you know if just one person goes oh what brand what brand was that you know and clicks onto your website has a look for themselves there's another potential customer it's that kind of domino effect of just spreading brand awareness stimulating discussion um, and it's a nice way of doing it rather than the typical corporate sales message it's a way of allowing your brand to have a slightly different image you know a little bit more fun a little bit more personal so yeah blogs are um, a really good opportunity I think mm. is the word you know a way of expressing yourselves and um, portraying yourselves in a little bit of a different light. Indeed and while you're doing that you can also kind of just put a few little things into your blogs that will help your site attract more people through the old SEO magic as well. Indeed. Um, so if you've got a website that you want it to be higher up the search rankings and you know you probably, if you're one of our clients, you've probably come in for a consultation and we've worked out what the key search terms that you want to be related to, you can put those search terms into your blog so then they're appearing on your site more times and Google will notice it more. A little bit and more theoretically but you will it will give you a natural boost it's not the be all and end all it's not going to magically make you appear at number one at the top of google um for whatever topic uh you are related to um overnight it doesn't work like that seo is built up of many many things and it's mm. for sure the number one thing that when people certainly coming along to our social clinics are concerned with but it is on our list, it is in there. There is a way of you know, formatting your blogs so that your titles, for example, um, perhaps uh, relate to your keywords so that it's a little natural boost. It's not, yeah, like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight, but something that you can do, and if you do it consistently, if you blog once a week, once a month, whatever it is that you can manage, you know, that boost does no harm. So yeah, it's a good thing. It's all good. So basically, it's a good thing. There isn't really a, a downside, I'd say, to blogging. So you know, it does take time to do one, but it shouldn't yeah. take it's, a mad amount of time. It's time, um, but then at the same time, you know, it's you're invest investing that time into your business. You're not wasting that time. Mm. Um, and I think people come along and they see blogging as a really time-consuming thing in a negative way, and it doesn't have to be. I think I would argue that it's very much a mindset thing you know okay I get you know a lot of people are busy they um, you know especially if you're starting up a company you're trying to run from meeting to meeting and all that kind of thing but um, something that I've been taught very recently is um, about prioritizing your time and you know at the end of the day if growing your business is a priority to you then blogging should be one of your priorities and you know it doesn't have to be a thousand word essay you know no. people aren't interested in sitting there and reading 10 pages all you need to do grab a coffee find one hour you know in your week not even in your day just one hour um and you know get a blog out there five tips on da 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 you know sure, yeah. it doesn't don't set the task up to be 30 reasons why because that's going to take you a long time yeah. to write you know the most I'll ever set up a blog as five you know five reasons why this why that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, so don't make it a huge task for yourself before you've even started because of course you're going to put that kind of thing off you know just make it a deadline and stick to it for sure um, and you kind of touched on it there actually our next thing to talk about which is that whole thing of, I think one of the big stumbling blocks people come to when they think about blogs is, what am I meant to write about? Yeah, where do I start? I've got my coffee, I know I need to do it, I wanna do it, help, you know, yeah, writing. Yeah. And I think this is probably where you, as a journalist, um, are the kind of person that everyone wants to hear from, you know, what when you come to writing, 
where do you start? How do you start with topics? How do I find something that's in engaging or interesting? So what would you do if you sat down and you were trying to brainstorm for a, a, a new blog idea? Um, I kind of keep uh, a note or a document on my computer of just any time something interesting comes up that we're talking about in the office, be it, you know, oh, we've seen this new thing that Google are doing. Like we've just done a blog about Google Local Guides, which is kind of this cool project that Google are running. What I do is every time like a talking point comes up, I'm like, oh, that's interesting, that could be a blog, stick that in a thing. And then when it comes to, you know, sit down with the coffee, what am I meant to write time, I kind of have a look in, into this document and, you know, pick something out. Um, it can be as simple as that, or it can be, you know, what are we doing this week? Oh, we've just done that big charity event yesterday. Why, why would that not be represented on, on your blog? Yeah. So it can either be, you know, a talking point, something that you've been talking about in the office, or something you've actually been doing. Yeah. Or it can be, you know, your own advice, Think about you know what is it that your business does. So we write loads of blogs like you know social media advice and you know yeah. web design advice because that's what we do. Think about what you do. If it's you know you're a hairdresser, there are, you probably you know learn some tips and some tricks of your own. Maybe don't share all your best business advice. <laughs> Oversharing, which <laughs> I think we've been known to do a little. But yeah, I mean I think it's fair to say that you can kind of write about anything. Um, like we've already said multiple times, it's an opportunity to put a slightly different spin on your brand. So, you know, you can write about news events, what you've been up to that week, any charity things that you've done, which, you know, obviously is a great thing to support local charities, organisations. That's never a bad thing to do in the first place. It's also a great PR opportunity. At the end of the day, being seen as a helpful, invested, you know, business in your local community, it's, it's all good you know, reflection on you. So yeah. it's, it's worth blogging about, it's worth shouting about and being seen as that company, you know. Um, it's also a chance to introduce your staff, maybe put a bit of a more human face um, to your business, especially if it's, you know, very corporate or, you know, you don't particularly have that customer interaction if it's not a customer facing brand, you know. It's all um, an opportunity to create, you know, whatever you want it to be really. Mm. Um, or as you said advice you know what do your customers come along what do they want to hear what do people who are searching for your business want to know yeah. could giving them a snippet of that information and you know leading them to your website potentially can you know lead to a customer yeah um, I mean, along that similar line to that you know what's the thing that people always ask you when you tell them what your job is so if you're a hairdresser you know i don't know why i keep saying hairdresser <laughs> are you uh, are you growing your hair by <laughs> Uh, no. Um, say you are a hairdresser anyway. Um, what's the thing people always ask you? Are people coming in and saying, oh God, have you ever, you know, accidentally, you know, cut someone's head? <laughs> That's something I asked a hairdresser once. But no, what, what, you know, give me an example of something, you know, people ask you about your job. Um... I th I'd say a lot of people ask about, funny enough, WordPress, which was what we our last podcast was on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, writing anything that's um, useful, gives advice, you know, that kind of thing, it's, you know, something other than a sales message. So I'm actually going to be a little bit more vested and interested and potentially do my own research on a company rather than having it shoved down my throat all the time. Um, you know, blogging, it's one of those things where I think you can very easily overthink it, keep it simple, yeah. keep it short, keep it sweet. And keep it fun, you know, like, okay, the uh, perhaps hairdresser cutting head scenario is a little uh, 
a little bit different. But I'd, um, I'd read that blog, you know. But that's what you know. Seven that's disasters true. every hairdresser has to learn to deal with. That's exactly. A terrible title, but. And that kind of well, that kind of leads us on to titles a little bit, doesn't it? You yeah. know, and tips. And one of the biggest tips is how to write a title, and you've kind of done it there in the yeah. sense that we are always um, taught, certainly in our office, you know, you need to come up with a title that you would want to click, that you yeah. would want to read, you know? What is going to make you stop scrolling? You know, that's the motion that we all do. We scroll through Facebook, we scroll through Twitter, we scroll through Instagram, whatever social network you are on, you're scrolling if you think about it, and your aim is to make someone stop. How do you do that? Um, and I think shock and awe is certainly a great place to start. Um, you know, like you said, seven of the worst haircuts we've ever seen, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, and restored or something. You know, something. Yeah. You know, obviously, always spin your business in a good light. Yeah. Um, but that kind of thing, you know, people will click that over. I don't know. Um, people would click that over. You know, our seven favorite haircuts, because it's like it's not just the most basic baseline version of a blog you could write about hairdressing. Yeah. You know, here are five haircuts we've done. Is not interesting, but. Look at these seven disastrous haircuts. Disastrous all in capitals, perhaps. <laughs> if you're feeling particularly <laughs> clickbaity, um, stuff like that. It's just a slightly more, I don't want to say edgy, but a slightly more kind of interesting spin. People would always rather click on something that shocks them than something that they already expected to see. Like, yeah. Um, people would. It's just like just a little sprinkling of kind of sensation and Yeah. And it mixes up your newsfeed as well. That was the other thing that I think we've just forgotten to touch on is that, you know, if you are constantly posting to social networks and things, um, and obviously, you know, for most businesses sales messages are key and they're the priority, but having a little, you know, blog mixed in there, it just mixes up your content. It's nice to see what you're up to who your staff are, what your latest offers are, that kind of thing, you know, or your tips for whatever, you know, people are interested in, that kind of thing yeah. is, uh, certainly I'm more likely to click it, I know I am, because my feed is just full of, you know, these kinds of sales messages, so yeah. I want to, you know, something that's a little bit more informative actually stands out, yeah. so, you know, it's all about making that clickbait and just stopping people in their tracks and leading them to your website. Um, but that kind of leads us on nicely to the other thing we get asked all the time, which is how often should I post? Indeed. Is there a magic number? Uh, I don't think so. I think you want to be having, I mean, once a week would be nice. That would make your page look really active and you've got something new every week to then share on your social media feed and say, this is what we're talking about in the office this week, blah, blah, blah. I think, um, I think you're right. I don't think there is a magic number and I think, um, we are definitely the exception to the rule and we should be we're a digital agency so we blog two or three times a week that's because that's what we do that's what we promote we offer yeah. it as a service so that's a little bit different for us and um, everyone in our office can do it as well exactly which might not be the same in you know i don't know an accountancy firm or something you might have one marketing person and then a bunch of other people who are doing other stuff and not sitting around writing blogs for you yeah exactly so you know i think setting a, a realistic goal um of what can fit within your schedule, yeah. but also consistency. I think that's the biggest thing. If you're gonna write a blog once a month, make it happen once a month, or once a fortnight. I'd say, really and truly, if there was an ideal, you know, realistic target for most small businesses, once a fortnight would be great. That, yeah. that update twice a month to your customers, what you've been up to, um, charity events, that kind of thing, um, 
it's all good stuff so I would strongly push putting it on your list and making it you know something that you do do sit down with a coffee make it happen um, you know I think Rob's tip of having a list of conversation or topic um, talking points from the last few weeks is a great idea to get you started um, but don't overthink it either you know yeah. it's short and sweet and simple um, and imagery as well yeah, get some nice pictures on there. A couple of nice pictures, nice photographs, um, have a, having a bit of fun or whatever your blog's about. Um, you know, it just all adds and boosts your SEO, uh, makes your company look engaging. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know... Um, and they don't have to be long either. They don't. I mean, 500 I, words? I aim for, you know, four and a bit, maybe 400 words 400, 500 words, yeah. It's not an essay. Um, and it also doesn't have to be, you know, complicated structures a list of five tips, five things, three things, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. a couple of paragraphs. It really doesn't have to be an essay, chapters, you know, start, yeah. beginning, finish, you know. Bullet points are fine. People are there to get the information and then the chances are they're going to either, you know, you've caught their attention and they're going to look around your website a little bit more or they're going to move on. Either way, you put the blog out there, you've done your bit, you've got your SEO boost and you've got that extra click, which is the end goal. So, there we go. I think... I think we've covered why you need to be blogging for your business. Yeah, go do it now. Gosh, why are you still listening to this? <laughs> Where's your coffee? Where's your blog? <laughs> Want to see it on my desk in 10 minutes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Delivered Social Podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms under the sun, including... Uh, Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, Vero, uh, Twitter, where we're at Dell Social UK, and Instagram, where we're Delivered Social UK, all one word. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer, pop us a message on any of those platforms, or send us an email to hello at deliveredsocial.com.